This podcast is brought to you by A Hotel Life, an award-winning travel website and community founded by Ben Pundell. This episode features Diego Calvo, founder of Concept Hotel Group, Ibiza. Diego Calvo, thank you for joining us. The founder of Concept Hotel Group, Cubanito, Paradiso, Tropicana, Santo Dorado, and the soon-to-be Romeo's Motel and and Diner. Is that right? Exactly. That's correct, Ben. And I love it. Romeo's, a place for lovers and sinners. Exactly. <laughs> I think, and, and I hope that that certainly goes for most people on this chat, a place for lovers and sinners. So uh, thank you so much for joining us. Before we get cracking, like I asked everybody, how are you doing? Where are you? And, and how, are you, how are you quarantining? Yes, well, I'm, I'm good. I just try to, to be positive at the moment. I'm right now in, in our offices because we were able to start last week on Monday. So we, we've been working now for, for a week in the office with part of the team and the other part of the team is working from, from, the, from the house. And, I, and I've been trying to be positive. I mean, it's going to be a difficult times, but uh, we've been 60, 60 days in total at home. And, and now trying to, to organize everything to be able to start uh, probably end of, end of year. We will speak about that now. <laughs> I bet you've never spent so much time at home. I'm lucky I have, uh, I have a, a house with, uh, with a little garden, and, uh, but I, we've, been, we've been forced to, to be there all this quarantine. Uh, so I spend it, uh, time, more time with my daughters, but working a lot because uh, I, I had to, to organize uh, all the company for the next uh, year, actually. So it's been uh, uh, hard times. So tell us, what is happening professionally? Because you, ha- you currently have five hotels. You were due to open... Romeo's uh, next month. So what's, what's happening professionally? First of all, I had to organize uh, things with all the stuff that was uh, starting. First, to protect as much as I could all my, all my staff, to keep them with motivation uh, that we will survive and we will try to get things back to normal as soon as possible. And then I had to deal a lot with the, with the banks uh, to get new loans for... Uh, to have uh, the projection of my cash flow for one year, one year with uh, zero income, uh, and then operationally uh, we we try to, to we're gonna try to open end of June one or two hotels per area because we have in total six hotels, but three of the hotels are in the area of Playa del Bosa, and the other three are in the area of San Antonio Bay and Calagracio. So we will try to allocate clients in one or two hotels, obviously offering upgrading and offering new things to 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 keep them to keep them happy and uh, hopefully hopefully will be i think end of june some of the airlines uh, like jet to holidays is starting on the 17th of june and they are already asking us if we are going to be able to to open the hotels but i'm expecting for it's a big uh, um, party in spain on the 24th of june which is san juan so probably the 22nd, which is two nights before, we, we, we're going to start to open with more with the Spanish market mm-hmm. and then slowly get new markets step by step. Firstly, it's great to hear that you are going to be opening 
some of your hotels mid-June. Thank you. But I, I have been hearing that all the Balearic Islands are going to be closing their borders to everybody except mainland Spain until later in the summer. Is that correct? There's been things on the new that uh, we, we, in Balearics, they were going to ask for a quarantine for the tourists who was coming 14 days and then for the ones they were uh, coming out. But that was only during the period of... Uh, how you call of emergency, which will finish on the 22nd of, of June. So from the 22nd of June, we don't have to stay, to stay 14 days in or 14 days out. What's happening with Romeo's then? Because Romeo's is a, a motel diner that was exactly. due to open next month. Will that open? Exactly. I'm very excited with, the, with this new project. It's actually all the aesthetic is, is like a motel. But the idea is instead of selling for $60, we're going <laughs> to... We, we want to sell for 250 euros, no? So it's at the moment under construction. I'm only around 25 days with delay uh, because we had two weeks stop all services. But then uh, after two weeks, we got back to, back to construction. And also because some of the materials were arriving late, I have my new opening date uh, end of June. So I'm going to be on time for normal, you know. No, that's great. So you still have, you know, J July, August, September and, and October. When normal is, is, the higher, is the higher season for, for Ibiza, no? It's, I mean, obvious, obviously now April, April, May and June are already important for us because now season normally starts, we will say, Pladenbosa starts beginning April, the, the other part starts beginning May. Okay, so Diego, I'm going to embarrass you a little bit now. Okay. You do not look like a typical hotelier. Your office is filled with music, with music memorabilia. You've been called in the press the original Ibethan rock star, <laughs> uh, which I loved. Uh, um, but you are, you are a hotelier. You have five, almost six beautiful hotels. All your hotels have a very distinct personality with design and a sense of character from America, 50s, 50s to the 70s, really. Exactly. So this whole kind of rockabilly rock. So where does your love of this time period come from? Well, I, since I was 18, 19 years old, I started to like all the, everything, uh, everything regarding vintage, uh, all the clothes, as uh, so they were, Hawaiian shirts and all, especially furniture a lot because I've been a big lover of interiors. I, I wanted to, to study interiors, but mm -hmm. then I, I saw how Ibiza, what was everything around, the girls, the girls in bikini. I, I saw tourism was, was very important for, for the life here. So I decided to start study hotels. I started to love, I mean, all, all the architecture from in the 50s, 60s, South Beach, Miami. Obviously, now I think things are changed there. Mm -hmm. uh, but I mean, regarding all the colors, all the architecture, also the mid-century in, in Palm Springs. And I love, uh, I mean, a lot of things about uh, all the Amer Americana, no? We would say, I mean, all uh, classic cars. Uh, I actually have two classic cars here in Ibiza from, from the States and, and the clothes, the music. But I will tell you one thing, Ben. I never, I never been there. I mean, it's. You've never I, been to America? It's incredible. It's incredible. But always people is laughing about that. But uh, I read a lot of books of architects. I saw a lot of movies. <laughs> watched a lot of movies. Never been there. I have to go there soon. 
I mean, I had two daughters and then I got into business and, and, mm. and didn't have the time to, to make a, a nice tour. <laughs> Please go online and go to concepthotelgroup.com uh, and you'll see his hotels. They look like they are straight out of Ocean Drive in Miami. Uh, so, Diego, you must, must, must come to the U.S. You have got friends in New York and you have got friends in Miami, I promise you. We will take you around. We will take you to all those hotels. You'll love it. You've got to do that. Yeah, um, I will. Uh, and, your hotel, and you'll see your hotels look like they belong on Ocean Drive. What is it about the hotel industry? Because you're from Ibiza. You, you went to hospitality school in the hospitality school in the Balearic Islands. You've yes. got your, your, your degree from from Balearic Island. So what do you like most about the process of, of opening hotels? Yeah, well, my, my favorite hotels? part is the creating process. Now, when I, when I find a, a building, uh, normally I, all the hotels, they were hotels that were uh, or old apartments or mm -hmm. destroyed or no people living there. So I really love the, the process of creating because I also, I love architecture and, and interior design. So I actually love, I mean, I, we, we kind of create a formula that I like to represent in the triangle of the album from Pink Floyd, Dark Eyes of the, Dark Eyes of the Moon. And I put on top, I put design, left side concept, and the right hotel. So I give the same importance to the three, three parts of the triangle, no? design, concept, and hotel. And I first think in a design, how the hotel I would like to look, what, what would be the aesthetic. And uh, then I think about the concept. What's the story behind the, what's the, behind the building? What we want to provide in terms of uh, not only the content, also the story, no? Because every hotel has a different story. Now, uh, in Ibiza, we've created these six products. I have in my business plan, hopefully uh, soon I can start it, uh, in the cities. First, I would like to open in, in Madrid, a brand for cities. And for uh -huh. this one, it will be always the same the same concept, and, but we will just change the, the design depending on the location, because obviously it will be not the same. And you have this experience also at addition that maybe the look of a hotel in London is not the same as in Miami or in Ibiza. So I relive this process. I mean, the, 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 the architects I, I work with, they're Italians, they call Michele and Andrea. I say hi to them from here. We, we, we have lots of a, a big fun no, when we are in this process, because normally, uh, we do like a brief, I, I personally do a briefing of maybe 200 pages with all the details from textures, from materials, from inspirations I get from movies or from architects that I, that I like. And then we, I create all the briefing and then I sit down with them. And we, they help me to, to bring the product to, to reality, you know? So then I love all this time when we, we create the decoration project and then we we start uh, we start the construction until the first day uh, arrives the the client. No? I think that's the, the time when I mm -hmm. when I enjoy the most and I can mm -hmm. do and I can do better. Obviously, after the operations are very important, but if I have to choose a time, that would be fair enough. I think it's a very exciting time that that kind of development and creativity. Speaking of creativity, you also have. A brilliant magazine, by the way. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I was going through it last night, and I've been through it before, called Stories. 
Have you published the second issue yet? Or was that just Not physically, because we don't, know, no, we don't know yet if we can print things into hotels. We, we need to wait in Spain. Because now, right. for example, if, if you go to a restaurant in Spain, you need to no have menu. the menu into the coat with the telephone. Got it. Ah, fair so enough. So I need to yeah. wait. Anyway, you have this brilliant magazine called Stories. The second issue is ready to go to print. And it's global lifestyle and travel culture, including architect, art, music. And you mentioned the hoteliers that you're most inspired by are Andre Balaz and Alan Faina. I tell you first the, the, the story about the stories. Um, I, I wanted you to have, a, I don't know, in Ibiza especially, there are a lot of promotion. Everyone is, is promoting with lots of... Uh, the big billboards with the DJs, and it's always the same information, no? So I wanted to create a magazine where some people from the art, for, from the fashion, from the cinema could have it, and then would like to read it because the, the, the information is inside, not because the promotion. I mean, we try to avoid, we don't have advertising to the magazine, we don't make money from it, but I think it's a good way to, to inform about our ADN and I think it's, it's, it's a very good sentence, actually, it's, this sentence is from Andre Balaz. He said, how to be a big corporation without being corporate, corporative? I, I really like this, this sentence. Mm -hmm. uh, oh. But actually, actually, that about the hoteliers you mentioned is, uh, is uh, that's a section into the magazine uh, that we started already the year before. And uh, the first edition, we had uh, uh, Tony Pike and, uh, and Ian Schrager. Uh, obviously, are the, the, the two I like the most because we're the first ones. And uh, also because my friend Tony died uh, with 84 years old uh, last year in February. Oh, yeah. so exactly. So they were on my, on my first uh, edition. And then, but I have much more actually. I love uh, Liz Lambert from Bankhouse Group. Mm -hmm. I love uh, Chip Conley who, who wrote this book I really like. It's called uh, Rebel Rules. Or I, I like Andres Saraiva, Hotel Amour, or also Carlos who, from Grupo mm -hmm. Habita, who you mm -hmm. interviewed a couple of weeks ago. And uh, Mark Raola is a friend uh, from Spain here, owns uh, Audi Group. I mean, it, there are a lot of, especially hoteliers that are bringing uh, hotel business to another level. And uh, they make uh, places to socialize, not places just to, to sleep. And they try to be to treat different and break uh, a big the wave. And I think also some of the hoteliers you've mentioned have managed to influence other industries entirely. I mean, Chip Conley is one of my, my heroes. Uh, not only is he a very, very mindful and conscious creator, no. but he has also managed to influence the sharing economy, you know, going to work with Airbnb. And I think he is, uh, you know, he's just... Uh, uh, a different different level businessman, not just hotelier, and I love how he's managed to influence other other industries. Yes, yes, I really recommend his. I don't know if you read that. I think it was the last one, Rebel Rules. I mean, it's, it's really good. It shows. I you believe the last one. <laughs> Got to plug Chip's book now. It's called Wisdom at Work. Ah, okay, all right. So Wisdom I... at Work: Making of the Modern Elder. It's brilliant. Uh, awesome. You know, today is my birthday, and I'm 46. I know it's very hard to believe because I act like a child, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, Chip says that after the age of 35, everybody becomes an elder and needs to kind of uh, 
you know, be aware of their experience and wisdom, because I think it's the first time we've learned so much from younger generations because they have access to so much technology and resources, uh, but they might not necessarily have the, have the wisdom that, uh, that older experienced people may have. But that book, Wisdom at Work by Chip Conley, um, who started Wide Aviv Hotels is absolutely brilliant. Music is very important to you. Uh, as it is to a lot of people in Ibiza, but uh, you know you're not, uh, you know, and you've been you've been quoted as saying you want every moment of your life to have a soundtrack, which I love. <laughs> uh, tell us about your passion for music and what the soundtrack to your life would be today. <laughs> okay, good question. I mean, I, I really like this question because I mean, music is. Is, 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 is with me, I mean, in all parts of the day, no? Since I wake up in the shower with the coffee, when I get the, the, when I get the car, all the time, no? And it's, it's funny you asking me this question today because the other day when you told me it was going to be your birthday, uh, I said, okay, what, what can I give to Ben? Because I cannot see you. I, I first thought that each I shared, but it's not going to be on time. But then I said, okay, why, why don't I create a, a playlist of songs about hotels? Amazing. Okay. So I, it's actually in, in Spotify. You can find it. Uh, I will send you the link later anyway, so you can publish anywhere you like. Right. It's, called, it's called A Hotel Life Soundtrack. And it's only songs are talking about hotels, like uh, Blue Hotel from Chris Isaac, Chelsea Hotel, Leonard Cohen, Obviously, the one from Eagles Hotel California, many, many others. So um, that would be the soundtrack of my life today. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. We'll post it. We'll post it. Sarah, do you like that? I saw Sarah, I, Sarah Rayner. I saw you on there, a, who I work with at Edition. That's a great idea. We'll, we'll, we'll get that out to, to lots of people. Brilliant. Fantastic. You live in Ibiza. You were born in Ibiza. You have been surrounded by dance music and raves and massive clubs your whole life. But you have a real kind of rock and roll sensibility so tell us about rock nights yeah well rock nights is like it's like my baby baby actually next uh, next month will be 15 years one five yeah actually i started like a party for for friends in a in a very small club a small bar when i was serving drinks and i said and said to myself i mean we, we, we never cannot go out to clubs because the music, I mean, it's not that I don't like, obviously I, I've been, I love cool disco and I love funky and I love good electronic, but it's, I mean, if I, I can enjoy better a party with rock music in, 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 in my case, no? And so I said, why don't we, 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 we start a party, no? And then we, we started kind of for friends, but then slowly, 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 uh, went quite big. I mean, we did all the big clubs in, in Ibiza. We went to, to festivals in Spain, had a residence in London. And then after seven, like seven years ago, uh, Andy and Don, who are the owners for Ibiza Rocks, and they also own at the moment uh -huh. Hustle Bikes, they offered me to do rock nights as the after show for the concerts of the bands. And I say it's like perfect because I, I was, when I was a child at Hotel Pikes, all around and it's, it's the perfect because I don't really like big clubs because you lose identity and uh, many people in the dance floor, they don't know what's the patch mode song or the cold song. So I say, okay, let's go to a small cool place, like more like Ibiza in the eighties and the nineties. And it's perfect. We've been there now seven years. 
And uh, I read an amazing story yesterday about Bobby Gillespie from Primal Scream and Kate Moss hanging out with you uh, <laughs> after, uh, after one of these rock nights. But maybe, may, maybe, that's for, maybe that's for another time. That's a wild question. <laughs> now, I also am very aware that you and I have some friends in common, Mike and Claire from Manumission. And you, uh, for, I'm speaking to uh, Mike and Claire this morning, and they yeah. told me that, you, firstly, that you're wonderful and that you've got tons of energy. And so t tell me, for those that don't know, if you don't know what Manumission is, it was, a, it was a party in Ibiza that lasted for 20 years. And it was before DJs became superstars. And it was everything from opera and ballet and techno and live sex shows and people dressed up, people dressed down. The parties went on for like two days and it was, they became very, very, very famous parties. Uh, it wasn't just about, uh, about the DJs. And Diego used to work at Manumission and I've heard legendary stories from, from Manumission. So, so tell us a little bit about your experience there. <laughs> yeah, actually it was together with another friends, we were the first Spanish working for them because oh. they came from Manchester in the late 90s. And that time I was starting, I was going to start university. I was finishing the institute and then high school. And then I, I, I needed money to, to pay uh, university and expenses. So I started to flyer in, yes. And mm -hmm. uh, actually it was big, big fun. I mean, it's one of the biggest events I ever been to. Uh, it was at the, at the big club in Ibiza in Privilege, which is also one of the biggest clubs in the world or it's been. And uh, the, first, the first day I, I went to, I went into the, I had my long hair. <laughs> that time it was like the grunge times, you know, Nirvana and uh, Green Day and this time. And I went to the, I went to the toilets and uh, it was the first thing I did. I went to the toilets and I saw uh, a Colin Peters, which is uh, now our resident DJ for Rock Nights. Uh, who was holding them, and then Sonic, the singer, they were both playing rock music in the toilet. So <laughs> I remember I stayed almost the whole night there. <laughs> amazing. So, so it was amazing. It, it was very, very, very wild and very free. People was not going to the party because of the DJ was playing. It was because of the atmosphere around. Right. And uh, that's, that's what I, I love, man. DJs were playing similar wages to the wait uh, to the waiters or to the security uh, people you know now it's it's a big difference it's all about uh, a dj who gets hundred thousand uh, euros per night and uh, big very high tickets i mean it was it was i remember it uh, like uh, wild times there and yeah i remember it very well <laughs> well i can only imagine i can only imagine the experience you've had at manumission so you are Honestly, one of the most passionate hoteliers that I've never <laughs> met. But I know how passionate you are about the industry, about hotels, about travel, uh, about entertainment. Where does the passion come from and where do you get your inspiration? First, I wanted to study interiors. Then I decided, uh, I decided to, study, to study hotels. I actually came with a, with a magazine in, uh, when I was around 17 years old. And uh, it was uh, talking about... Uh, Morgan's Hotel Group and another boutique hotels around the world. And, and I saw, wow, that's, that's very complete. It's, it's having all the things I like, no? Because there is a possibility of making a hotel where it's not just a, a place to, to sleep and you can do more things. Eh? 
And okay, I mean, Ibiza, you have hotels, I, you can do interiors, you can do this, you can do that. And I said, okay, I, let's, let's study from always. Um, I was very, I had the decision very, very clear, no? And, uh, and then regarding uh, inspirations, apart from all the reference hoteliers I told you, I, I look a lot at architects uh, that I like, mm. no? like uh, the, the Mexicans, like uh, Legorreta or Barragan or mm. Ricardo Bofill, the Spanish, the colorful architects, mm -hmm. we say, yes? And, Ricardo uh, Bofill, amazing. That's yes, wow. yeah, you have to go to a place in the mainland, uh, to a place is called Muralla Roja, is the place with more fashion shootings in, in all the world. This, I will send you, this is amazing. And uh, basically all, all, all these colorful uh, places, uh, hotels that I love all around the world. Actually the other day I posted uh, my, my, every year I try to update my 25 uh, uh, top list of hotels around the world. You have- oh, Can you please share that? We would love to share that on a hotel life. Diego yes. Calvay's top 25 uh, uh, hotels uh, in the world, 2020. Brilliant. I, I will send you. You had a lot of uh, people talking in the conversations with you that are owning some of the hotels, like the Il, Il Pelicano in Italy or Petit Hermitage or uh, the, the ones from Grupo Abita or the ones from, uh, from Carlos are, are really nice. Also, I will send you that, that list. So it's a way of, I just try to do this exercise every year because it helps me to keep, uh, be aware of, of the market, that, the, the one that I like. Well, if you wouldn't mind sharing that, we would love to share it with everybody who, uh, who follows us on A Hotel Life. Diego Calvo's 25 top hotels in the world. That'd be great. For well, sure, I will. <laughs> Thank you, Casa Las Tortugas. Thank you for joining. Um, and yes, please send it. So, weird question, because it sounds like your life is um, very, in, your work life is very enjoyable, but what, what, what do you do for pleasure when you're not working? Well, for pleasure, obviously, my first passion, I think, would be work. I mean, I enjoy it so much when I'm, when I'm working because I, I'm, I'm lucky to do everything that I, that I love into my work. No? But obviously, I have times that I, that I need to disconnect and, uh, and do other things. I mean, I have two daughters. I like to play with them. I like to, like, sunsets in Ibiza are fantastic. Nice. I go with my girlfriend to a nice sunset or to a, Very nice. a small village for dinner at night. Where do you go? Where's your secret sunset spot in Ibiza? It's actually, one is called, you know, it's a place in the, in the quite northeast, I will say, it's called Santa Ines. It's called Puertas del Cielo. It's so nice. I will also send you. Okay. And uh, I think there is the most amazing sunset in I, I love the, I love the north of Ibiza. I, I I love it because it's a little quieter. Uh, Tansy and I have stayed a couple of times at Los Enamorados, which I yeah. think is beautiful. Good. Little hotel in Portinax there, and the sunset there is incredible. Um, uh, yes, I think the north north is 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 beautiful. But we we want your we want your we want your secrets. I would say secrets you. about Ibiza <laughs> for sure. Any any silver linings you think are going to come from from these strange times? Well, I think uh, we have to look, uh, as I say, I try to keep positive. I think we all needed a, also a, a stop, no? M maybe not a rested, rested, but, but I think a stop, no? I think, uh, especially in Ibiza, uh, we had a lot of, uh, we are in an island and our natural resources are, are not very big because we, for example, for, for the water, we depend on, um, how, I don't know how you call these machines, 
to, to bring salty salty water to normal water. So so sometimes in the summer we are having much more people than that we, we were able to to receive. No, so there were a lot of business or all these illegal uh, apartments that didn't have touristic license. They were just renting their apartments uh, without uh, even getting getting the, the morning cash from another coin and uh, the hoteliers we have so many uh, so many obligations as as you know no so almost 50 percent of the people arriving to ibiza in the past five years were staying at places that are not legal and that's and that's very bad for many things it's very bad right. because our employees cannot find a place to sleep because places right. are too high the human resources, not the human resources, sorry, the, the natural resources of the island. Mm -hmm. um, the, 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 if you go to a beach now, because you cannot find a place to put your towel. Mm -hmm. So, so and also about the seas around us, you know, these, these days, I, I think I was, I, I think I told you the other day in an email that uh, now these, the, the past 30 days in the harbor of Ibiza, where it's normally full of uh, rich jets, now it was dolphin jumping and they were Amazing. they were free and we were close at home and and the animals were you know enjoying their environment uh, free and uh, and i think yeah there are more things i think positive so so i think uh, it would be good for us to to change our mind in in, in many things no yeah i think you're right i think there's a there's a period of Obviously, we need to get people back to work. That's the, that's, that's the priority. Keeping people safe and healthy is also a priority. But I think there's going to be levels of service and programming that are going to be so elevated to win back guests that the guest, the guest wins. Uh, you know, the, the guest who's coming to stay knows that they're going to get better service than before, that they're going to get better levels of, uh, of cleanliness and sanitation. They're going to get better programming. Yeah, same thing is happening in Holbosch Island. Yeah, how can we do it as a collective? It's true, you know, I think, uh, you know, Diego, I know you're very involved in, uh, in overall tourism in, in Ibiza, but there should be some kind of collective that holds people to certain standards. Uh, mm. I think that's a great idea. Mm. Uh, we were thinking about doing something similar to, to, to that with the hotel life. Now, um, mm. your programming, Diego, you, you have terrific programming at your hotels and it's uh, when everybody else is out, is out raving. You, uh, you do everything from salsa and aerobics and films and various performances. Are you very involved in the, in the kind of programming schedule of your hotels? Totally, totally, totally. It's, Great. it's also part of my passion, no? As a, as a big lover, not only for music, also for, for, for cinema and all the, like everything regarding uh, culture, no? And actually we call it cultural agenda. And uh, mm -hmm. we have a, a number of events that are happening weekly in our in our hotels from from and also trying to be different what you normally can find in a in a hotel in Ibiza that you normally have for a DJ or or electronic uh, a pool yes. party no so obviously we have also some resident DJs because we need to 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 give a daily atmosphere but uh, we are trying to bring to 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 provide to our clients also something something different no like open cinema. Uh, concerts, uh, salsa classics, or lots like ex exhibitions. We do. We we are very very active. I, we've been very active also during quarantine, uh, doing some live uh, Instagram through through our networks with with the different artists we work with. Not to try, trying to keep alive and 
And once I, I did organize all the internal things for, for, the, for the company as a business, I, I tried to focus a lot on, a lot on, the, a lot on, the, on the brands and, and how we provide and what's our message to the, to the exterior. No, I, I actually been working very hard in an idea uh, for, for October and November because it was a movement in Ibiza in when everything started. Uh, it was a movement called Move Your Spring. Uh, that, that was the idea by, by a colleague of, of the sector. And uh, the hoteliers, they, we started to move, not trying to convince the tourists to move the, the reservations from April, May to move them to October. Right. So, so the hoteliers offered me to, to be kind of the spokesman between hoteliers and nightlife. And uh, so I, 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 then I, I, I thought about making a, a calendar uh, for October and beginning of November. Brilliant. And I told this idea about a, a, a friend of mine who also owns uh, um, a hotel group. It's called OD Hotels, Mark Raola. I told him about it. And he told me, why don't we work together? And mm -hmm. I said, well, I, I, I love it because I'm going to use my team for that and say, okay, let's put the, our, our teams together and work on that. Obviously, it's a non-profit project because what, what we do is coordinate everyone who can provide an event on the island. Can, the clubs, they are inside. Uh, the beach clubs, restaurants or hotels. Everyone who can provide an event. Mm -hmm. Let's try to organize something for October and November. Right. And can, not only about parties. I mean, it's about a sport event or a, or a, or a foodie event mm -hmm. or a cultural event, any type of event. And then we're going to put it, we're going to launch that actually next Friday. I will send it to you. So you will see a, like a calendar weekly from 1st of October, 16th November. So every day of the, of the calendar of these 45 days, you can, you can find a cool event in Ibiza. Very cool. Maybe you have a day, a retreat in Atzaro, another day you have a party in a beach club an exhibition of an, art, an artist in a gallery. And this we have introduced it already to the institutions and they are, they are very happy and excited because it's a, it's a way it's, and it's a big reason to convince airlines to put more yes. flights in that right. period. And if it works, if it works, then can remain for 50 years. And our idea is also to do it in the springtime. So just to extend the season longer. So Exactly. Diego, that's probably why you're getting some comments now saying that uh, you are a total visionary and uh, can't wait for the new hotel. So yes, <laughs> I think I love this idea of extending the season in, in Ibiza. It will be great for, 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 for everybody. And I think count, count us in. We're going to come and visit for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So there's a couple of things there. So please join uh, Concept Hotel Group on Instagram for some of the live uh, the live programming they've been doing and then Diego once you get once you get your your cultural calendar for the season let us know and and, and hopefully we can help uh, uh, help get the word out on on a hotel life fantastic thank you so much man um, Diego quick fire round so some questions for you how many Hawaiian shirts do you have <laughs> Hawaiian I have around 280 290 but then I have also Western shirts Oh, okay. uh, which are a bit more difficult to find. Uh, and I have around maybe 120. But the thing is, I, I buy them one by one. Eh? I mean, I, I find most in the, in the internet. And uh, also in the, in the free markets I go, or when I travel to, to London, places like that. And yes, I'm a big passionate. <laughs> You've got to come to some of the vintage stores in Brooklyn. You, you will, you'll do very well at the vintage stores in Brooklyn. Nancy and I'll take you shopping. 
I'm <laughs> sure I will get crazy. <laughs> okay, so you were born in Ibiza. You've, you've worked in hospitality your whole life. What's the wildest thing you've ever seen? Well, I will say, I mean, having a rock and roll party in Ibiza weekly in the summer, uh, I mean, you can, you can see many, many wild things, no? Before you talk about Bobby Gillespie from Planet Screen, Kate Moss, making uh, wild things in the DJ box, or having Tony Pikes with 84 years old, uh, still awake at 8 o'clock in the morning, or just party in the pool. I love uh, enjoy with the artists and with the people is coming to our parties, like to chill in the pool and the next day enjoying uh, Bloody Mary. This is my best time. <laughs> We're going to share a mezcal one day and you can tell me the real stories. I love mezcal. <laughs> Good. Uh, so what's the best thing you've eaten during quarantine? Uh, actually, a risotto from Laura, from my girlfriend. Uh, it's, I, I was not a big fan of risotto before, but, uh, but after eating uh, her risotto, it's, it's amazing. I love it. I think it's one. You won some points there. You definitely won some points. Um, pl place you would like to travel to most once the border restrictions are lifted? I would say Formentera, you know, it's, it's half an hour from Ibiza. But I, I'm, I'm, I, I, try to, I try to tell to myself that we have to support local business. Yes. And, and we have to travel in Spain this year because it's, it's an amazing country. I mean, I have to travel in Spain. People in, I mean, it's, it's, we have to support local, local business, I think. No? And I would say Formentera. Well said, well said. Um, if you could host a party for anybody, I asked Stefan this one as well. If you could host a party for anybody, dead or alive, with no budget restrictions, who would it be for and what would it look like? Well, I, 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 I would love to, 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 to bring one of the wrong nice parties at Pikes back to the, back to the 80s and have, uh, and have Tony, Tony Pike alive again. Uh, doing the because he did the club Tropicana video with George Michael at the pool of right. Pikes. I don't know if mm -hmm. you know, but it's the guy with the mustache doing a cocktail, and uh, with with him with Grace Jones, maybe having Rolling Stones playing, Elvis Presley playing, and Julio Iglesias. Big fun. That sounds like fun. That sounds like fun. Uh, okay, fa favorite hotel in the world that's not yours. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna, let's, let's say three. Let's say three because okay, good uh, idea. if I say one is Pikes and it's too boring because I'm talking about Pikes all the time. No, Pikes, no, amazing. So, so I would say like a, like a place never been to, uh, I posted today, Squishmala in, in Mexico. Oh, Squishmala with the steps, with the beautiful, in uh, Korea. Exactly, I love it because it's in a very private place. It's, it, the, the interior design is amazing. It's always in all the magazines and I hope I can go there soon. And about the city hotel, I, I like the, I like, I, I love actually Soho House in Barcelona. It's, it's, I love the interior yeah. design. It's very, it's very complete, no? And, uh, and probably Grand Amour in Paris, but I have many, I have many. <laughs> you have many, yes. Uh, good on you. Well, we love the Soho Houses too. I think the one in Barcelona is absolutely be beautiful as well. We're trying to get Nick Jones to talk to me. Hopefully he's going to talk to me nice. this week. Nice. Because uh, uh, we find him very, very inspiring, obviously. <laughs> Everyone working uh, at the hospitals and the the the, mini, the, 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 the service with, that we needed these days when we were everyone safe at home. So I would say everyone working at the hospitality, especially in in in, in, in hospitals, especially in, in Madrid, that was a big a big chaos. Madrid and Barcelona. Here in yeah. Ibiza was in Ibiza was uh, not many cases, so it was fine. Well said. Very well said. Okay, so. Diego, thank you so much for talking to us. Before we leave, uh, one last question. 
any advice you would like to give people in the hotel or hospitality industry during this time? Yes, well, I wish for all my colleagues in the industry to, to keep, well, to keep the motivation, to keep it strong, because we, we, need, we need good attitude to, to carry out with our business. First, we'll be with, with our staff to keep them motivated because we need them and they are having also a, a, a bad time at the moment. And then internally trying to organize a serious scenario just in case with, with zero income for a time, more or less for a year. And then um, just in case, I mean, hopefully we're gonna get a better scenario, but just in case. And, uh, and then work, in, work a lot in, 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 in the pro because the, 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 the new clients are going to be more demanding and they're gonna look for, for the best products. So we need to provide the best as we can. So we need to make double effort now. Diego, really, really inspiring stuff and um, best of luck with the opening of Romeo's and we really look forward to seeing you this, uh, this summer at some point. Oh, yes. Yeah. Thank you so much All right. for having Thank me. Thank you so much, guys. It's a pleasure. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye now. Bye-bye. This podcast is brought to you by A Hotel Life, an award-winning travel website and community founded by Ben Pundell. This episode features Diego Calvo, founder of Concept Hotel Group, Ibiza.